Ty's Geek Side, formerly known as Marvelous Bricks. Welcome, Ty. Uh, it's good to see you, man. Yeah, so good to see you. So good to be here. For those that don't know who you are, uh, why don't we cover kind of the, the high level of what, what Ty's Geek Side is all about? Uh, well, you alluded to the fact that I had a different name previously. I took a, a break and decided to kind of rebrand a little bit. And it, not so much rebrand in terms of the content that I do. I'm still a big Marvel nerd, and I still do mostly Lego. Uh, but I wanted to change the name a little bit because I didn't want to be just about Marvel and just about Lego. Because um, I do have other kind of fandoms to which you know I adhere. And I thought Tide's Geek Side was really cool because, like, as I've alluded to in when I kind of made my comeback, I feel like there's definitely two different sides of me in the sense of, you know, I'm a responsible adult, father figure, father of two kids, you know, by day, at night, I'm like, I have this geeky hobby room that looks like a toy store and a Lego store. And, you know, I do ridiculous things on Twitch. So I feel like it kind of spoke to the two sides of me. I like the rebrand or the shift in terms of uh, the direction that you went. What can people expect when they tune into one of your, your streams? Uh, that's kind of still... Um... A little bit in flux, shall we say? I mean, right now I'm I'm just I'm streaming once a week and 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 get building back up in terms of more and more streams and and content. Uh, basically, I'm focusing entirely on Lego right now, mostly Marvel Marvel related builds and chat. Uh, I tend to stick to mocks, uh, which are creative builds, my own creation uh, stuff. But I will do Marvel sets uh, when I have some to build. I I really want though my chat to not just be about Marvel fandom. You know, I, I'm interested in other people's fandoms, uh, so I like to know about what other people like and what they nerd out and geek out about, you know, whether it's Star Wars or stamp collecting or Funko Pops or, you know, stuff like that. I, I, I'm, in, I'm genu genuinely interested in what gets other people as passionate about stuff as I am about, you know, my stuff. But also I, I do kind of want to make room and make space in my chat and my my streams for kind of a little bit more i don't say serious but like more grounded conversations that aren't just about fandoms you know like it's an adult oriented stream we talk about adult themes and concepts so to you know diverge into something that is a bit more serious is uh is something that's on the table as well and i'd like to go there when we can as long as it's kind of you know organic not forcing it that way i think that the shift from more of a brick oriented name to now like this is like the geek side really speaks to that how did you settle on the new name um i actually it, it came down to two names actually between the two that i had at one point actually in between marvelous bricks and ty's geek side there was ty's hobby room uh because that's kind of the room that i'm in this is where i do my hobby stuff my toys my you know transformers my lego stuff like that but when I finally settled on Ty's Geek Side, it was between Coach Ty's Toys and Ty's Geek Side. Um, yeah. Because, again, the other aspect of my life is related to coaching, and I wanted to touch on the other part of me. But I felt Ty's Geek Side was a little more subtle and also a little more direct in terms of the stuff that is going to be part of the content on the stream. How how was that whole transition from, from the previous uh, moniker to what, what you're doing now? I mean, I think it's easier for me than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people were pretty attached to calling me Marv or Marvelous, so oh, I think yeah. everyone everyone else is is struggling with it more than I am. But I <laughs> I you know I'm really happy with it. I I really wanted something that I felt like represented all of me 
versus just one compartmentalizing pieces of me. Um, and like I said, leaving my stream open to kind of more serious conversations. Also, like I wanted to be able to not feel like I was just talking about Marvel 24-7. I, I didn't want that. It's definitely a lot of what we do, a lot of what I do, because that's my biggest fandom. But I didn't want it to just be like, this is just what I do. This is all I know and all I talk about, you know? Right. Um, I definitely want it to be a little more global than that and feel like I was fully representing myself on stream. I like how, you know, you decided I don't want this to define me as a as a person or as a as a name. I like yeah. I like that approach. Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, the turning point, honestly, was and and Lego fans will probably relate to this when they have family and friends that aren't Lego fans. Um, but the turning point for me in terms of the name finally was my my wife was texting with her friend, and her friend made mention of tell Ty he should be proud of me. I got this Lego set, and I was like, I know you're more like my wife's friend than my friend. Is that? really the only thing that I am is the Lego guy to you, you know? Right. And I was like, I, I don't want to be just that. Yes, I am a Lego guy. Yes, I am proud to be an adult fan of Lego, but that's not the only thing that is me. So that was the big like moment that I was like, no, I need to make sure that when I'm presenting myself on Twitch, yes, it's mostly Lego. There's more to it than that. I really, I, I really just want to take a, take the time and, and appreciate that because I think as as creators, we get so caught up in being a part of a niche because that in in a lot of ways, and you hear it all the time, you know, that's what if you want to produce content, you want to be known for something. And that puts us in a box generally when we start to do that. And I'm, I'm glad you recognize that I don't want to be known for just that. I want to be known for more things. So that's very, very awesome. What got you into streaming uh my brother-in-law so i i am someone who started streaming you know mid pandemic but it wasn't the pandemic itself and looking for connection that was a driving force behind it my brother-in-law was streaming on twitch he doesn't anymore but he was a, a decent sized streamer streaming uh gwent which is the card game from the witcher um and he streamed a couple other of like card based games but that was his big thing and uh so he would stream and we talked about it one day. Uh, we were actually at a family function, and it was him, my family, their cousins, and we were talking about streaming. And and like, and it was legit. Like that would be something I think I would enjoy doing, you know. And Lego was content I could do. I really just need like two cameras, you know. Not a clue. Not a, I had not been on Twitch prior to that conversation. Not right. a clue about what Twitch was, other than I knew it was a streaming platform for gamers and chatters and stuff like that. Um, so that was the catalyst. And then I ended up um, investing in, I did need a, a, a new computer for it. I invested in that and then started like, poking around on Twitch for like a month or two and then finally jumped in in January of 2021. But that was the catalyst. And it was really just, let's see if I like this. If I make a little bit of money off it and it kind of pays for some of the Lego that I'm going to buy, then it's free Lego. You know, right. that's, that was kind of the, the thought process, you know, do I enjoy it? And if I get some Lego free Lego out of it, then great. Yeah. How hard could it be? Right. Yeah. <laughs> just got to show I, I build Lego every day. I might as well just do it on camera. It's, not, it's the same thing. <laughs> there are yeah. a few people who share that story who've been on this show. Who's <laughs> like, how hard could it be? I just I'm going to build Lego anyway, and I'm going to do it on yeah. stream. 
yeah. how uh, just just very naive, very naive about it, and and <laughs> and not in a bad way. Naive yeah. in that this has been a hobby that. I have very much enjoyed, you know, and I've definitely, I've taken a break. I've, I've had some, some struggles in certain ways, but like, I, I wouldn't be back if I didn't enjoy it. And the work that goes in behind the scenes is actually something I discovered that I enjoy that I didn't expect to. Well, it's clear Lego came first. How long were you into Lego uh, before streaming? Since I've been collecting Lego and Marvel Lego since 2013. Wow. 2013, 2014, something like that. So again, a bit, Lego had a huge jump in popularity. Again, COVID-related, pandemic-related. But I had been collecting it like long like long before that. It was I had changed jobs, and I literally had brainstormed with my wife, like, okay, I need, I need a hobby. This new job is like all-encompassing. I'm stressed. I need something that I can just do. Mm-hmm. And we actually discussed a couple of ideas, like um, Lego uh, model building, like collecting stuff. And Lego was something that stood out as something I loved as a kid. It was something I could physically do. Like I'm toying with Lego in my hands right now as we're chatting because like it's it's like a fidgety type thing sometimes when I'm like I have work meetings and I'm sorting Lego during a work meeting and I'm sure they can hear it and I don't care, yeah. you know, uh, but like it's something that I can like do and really engross myself in. Uh, yeah. Whereas like if I was, let's say just collecting toys, which I have some toys collected, but like that's, that's, you sit and look at it, you're not doing anything. So Lego really appealed to me in that that way and that's why i'm a chaos builder too because i want to do it and sift through it and sort and not sort but like like search for stuff you know and and that that's how it came about that's really cool that you sat down you're like i need a new thing i need something that i can get my hands into and really enjoy and uh, i mean like you i'm actually also fidgeting with lego (laughs) as well so you've been you know the timeline is decided uh like around 2013, you need to get into Lego. You've been doing that for years, Marvel Lego as well. And then the pandemic happens. You hear about Twitch uh, from your brother-in-law, and mm-hmm. uh, you decide to get on. Uh, and like you said, you 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 went about a month or so of of kind of doing your own research. What was what was that like as you were kind of dipping your toe into Twitch? I was I was looking at Lego streamers and and some of the streamers that have been around since before then will attest to that. Like there were not many. There were more than I found because I was just kind of poking around a little bit. But like back then there was like the Tuesday raid train. There was Brick and Nick. A couple other, you know, random that did it, but there weren't the like the chatters or the gamers who would add some variety into what they did by building a Lego set for a week or two. Like that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it really kind of boomed later than that. And and like, even though I've taken a break, like you, you see the, the, the community of the brick building like has blossomed since then. And it's great to see. It's great to see the community that's been built up, um, partly because it is fairly easy to do from a standpoint of get a camera build on on stream. You know, like there's, there's not a big barrier to entry aside from the cost of Lego, which is, you know, becoming a barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing how in that moment you were looking around. There were a couple Lego. There were there were there was some Lego streamers, but not like even what it's been about two years since. Mm-hmm. Not to the extent that we're looking at it now. Like there's no, it's so everywhere. Many, and yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah. And so when you were looking at those those streams, what went through your head as you were getting ready to try it yourself? 
Um, the one that I was attracted to the most right away was Brickendix because he did a mixture of mock building and um, set building. And at that time, I was getting into building my own mocks and creative building and stuff. And I loved uh, what he did where he... <clears throat> Um, had the chat vote on what to to build, and he had a like a a, a small, medium sized selection of parts from the classic Lego sets, and he had to build whatever the chat voted on. Yeah. Um, and you know that'll sound familiar to people who have been in my streams and not necessarily seen some of his, because that's what I did when my Thursday night streams were mocks, and I'd have you vote on a character to build for, and I would build a scene for that character. So I want to do some, like incorporate that same type of thing to get the chat involved um, and to do creative stuff. Yeah. Um, so that, that that definitely stood out to me at that point as, okay, I, 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 I can see myself doing that. I'd like to do that, you know, doing small mocks and even big mocks, but like do that on stream more so than just the sets. I've seen you do some mocking in the past and I, I love I love that fact about your content and I can definitely see, uh, you know, a little bit of the, the brick and Nick influence there. What were those first streams like for you as you were getting like adjusted to streaming Lego? Uh, easy, easy and no pressure. Because again, if you think back to what that was like a couple years ago, there were, there was no brick building community. There was no local brick shop who had a, you know, 60 70 80 people in a stream who be like let's find a new lego streamer and make them an affiliate Dook. yeah or a zach doing Dook, you know and then just that's that's what happens you know that right like so my first month of streaming was essentially me my brother uh and two friends in chat you know <laughs> trying to entertain each other while i built lego and like yeah. jake studs popped in that's how i met jake studs you know and, and he chatted and he was one of the first that was was chatting a lot and a local brick shop i found him and we chatted a little bit in his stream and in my stream and like so that was kind of like it's it's really easy to stream when it's literally just you and your buddies and there's nobody else in there it's maybe a bit boring from the standpoint of you're not getting a lot of chaos happening but when you're just getting started to feel like there's no pressure to make that chaos, you know, yeah. like I, I wouldn't want to be a new streamer right now and, and checking out some of the streams and seeing how well-developed a lot of them are and feel like, Oh, okay. I, I want to get started, but I, I can't do that yet. It's going to take me forever to get to that point. And that's a good thing. It should take you a little while to get there. You can't start where someone else has already been streaming for two years is, but yeah. that would definitely feel more pressure filled from that point of view, you know? Yeah. That's a really good point as someone who you've been here long enough to know that uh, because of all the, the buildup there's been in the community, how someone brand new would, as you said, have a bit more pressure when they maybe log into a stream where it's highly produced or there's just a lot of things going on. Yeah. You know, like I, I, on the one hand, on the one hand, it is easier now because the community is established and the community is very like loyal to itself. We shout each other out a lot. We, we want people to become affiliate. We want to get them there. We want to, you know, help people build up a little bit. So on that, on that side of things, it's great that the community is there, you know, on mm -hmm. um, the flip side of that is kind of what I just said. I would, I would have been much more intimidated to start streaming if I was poking around for a month and saw Zach and the shenanigans that he's up to and all the, all I, I gotta, I use Zach as an example, but uh, you know, you're, I'd say anybody who's more chaos than me, I'd say you have a little more of that, you know, Fred, uh, AZ, there's a bunch of them that I would consider the chaos streamers. They're not chaos builders necessarily like I am, right, but they're right. a chaos streamer. <laughs> yeah. And I would feel like if I, I would feel intimidated by that if I was starting now, you know, it, and it's, 
streaming and content creation, as you know, there's a lot of self-doubt that happens, you know, and, and just getting out the door or in the door, depending how you want to look at it, I, I can see that being more creating more self-doubt than I had when I started because there was, you know, in my mind, there's only six streamers out here and they're doing a little bit of their own thing and it's fine. And I'm I'm here with my brother in the chat room. I don't have to worry about making mistakes or having problems or being bad at this right now. I have time to get better, you know? Well, what, what, what kind of advice or, or even like if you find yourself in a discussion with someone in that exact place, who's putting their foot in, they're stepping into <clears throat> lego streaming or within the within the space what would you tell someone who's brand new now oh just just don't rush it you know like it's so hard with so twitch the number aside from the affiliate number of like 50 follows you know the number everybody sees when you like log into twitch is how many people are viewing right that's the viewer count it's so easy to get wrapped up in that number and as a new streamer you know, aside from the raid from the big streamers that might come in and say hello, it, it's it's so easy to get wrapped up in the I only have six viewers or ten viewers, and so on and so has sixty viewers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody starts there. You know, everybody has to start there, and and you really cannot compare your the start of your journey as a content creator on Twitch with somebody who's been there years. And my problem, the, the challenge I had the most was being a part-time streamer. And the reason I stepped away was being a part-time streamer, but I was streaming three or four times a week, which is essentially a full-time streaming schedule for a lot of full-time streamers. That's just too much pressure to put on yourself. But if you're comparing yourself to the full-time streamers, you you, you try and, you, and, and it, it doesn't work. Something's going to break eventually. And I stopped before I was broken. You know, mm-hmm. I, I took a break and, and, and stepped away for that reason. So for somebody getting started, I would say just play, you know, within your own means. Stream the amount you want to stream, the, the community will find you. If you're getting comfortable as you grow, people will latch on to you. I had a lot of people that came to my stream early that have been following and, you know, subbing uh, for the better part of my entire streaming life. And, and and how they came in, I have no idea. Why they stayed, I have no idea. But <laughs> they've become like streaming buddies that they, they show up in my streams a lot more often than, than not. And, and, you know, um, That'll, you'll get that. It'll, it'll happen. It's just, it, it does take time. Thank you for that insight and advice. I think that it's incredibly important. As you said, don't, don't compare yourself to people in a different part of their, their streaming career than you, especially if you're brand new, because there's a lot of established people in this space. And sometimes it's easy to forget that, you know, you have an, Amish Ace, who's been doing this for a couple of years now, or you've you you have uh, Panfred Nudo, who's been doing this for for a while. Excellent advice, and uh, I mean, even comparing people who are into their career or their streaming time, the same amount as you, but maybe they have gone full time in that moment. Yeah, They're- exactly, and that, and that's where it comes down to. And, and I mean, it's it's a bit debunked to a certain extent, but that ten thousand hour rule. You know, if I've been streaming for the same two years as Local Brick Shop. We basically start at the exact same time. But where I've streamed for, let's say, 1,000 hours, he streamed for like 4,000 hours. Yeah. You know, I don't know exact, I don't know those exact numbers, but I'm <laughs> saying uh, he has for sure streamed four times more than I have. How can I expect the same results? And if I look at anybody else who's been streaming for a couple of years like I have, guaranteed they've been streaming 
more and doing things differently and and maybe they have put more work in outside of the street you know which which is part of those hours you know so you can't compare your first 20 hours of streaming to somebody in there you know having streamed for 5000 hours you just can't yeah yeah it 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 definitely puts you in a very it can put you in a bad place because uh and you're unfairly honestly uh comparing when when mm-hmm. you when you start to make those mo- those comparisons yeah you're you, setting yourself up to to fail if you're doing that okay the, the challenge there is to take inspiration from those guys you know mm-hmm. th- those people who are ahead of you on that curve to take that take inspiration from them but not judge yourself against them there's there's it's a fine line and you want to do the one thing that's positive and not the the negative half of that yeah i like that a lot i think that that's often looked past uh most people we often compare ourselves and we get we beat up we beat up ourselves saying oh you know this person is doing so well right they may have more viewers or what have you and I like your approach of get inspiration from those people. Don't don't necessarily beat yourself up for not being where they are in their current situation. Yeah, and and like like I would say, if you're also because you know you're trying to build a community, you're trying to be visible and in, in other people's streams as well, right? So let's say you're taking inspiration by hanging out in some of these streams, but you're having some of those negative feelings. Just close the tab and walk away. Just if, if that's starting to eat at you while you're there, don't hate watch a streamer you actually like. Just walk away. Change your <laughs> you know change your brain. Do something else. You know like you can't. If if you feel that, just just take a step away and and come back and you know in a couple hours or the next day or whatever. Such a good point. Don't hate watch. <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't hate watch someone you actually enjoy streaming just because you're, you're having a rough day. You know, like we all have bad days. And as content oh, yeah. creators, we all criticize ourselves. Whether you're, you know, a Lego builder that's criticizing your own mock and comparing yourself to somebody else's mock and, and, and their work, you know, or, or as a streamer or YouTuber or any job, anything you do where you're producing something, we we will criticize ourselves for it. So, if you're having one of those days where you're criticizing yourself more than you're, you know, being proud of yourself, then then, then do your best to acknowledge that and, and and walk away if you can from whatever is 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 triggering that, you know. I really like I, I really like that you you point that out and don't don't make it uh, that when you get that emotional because I think you know we get that emotional reaction right when we don't feel like we're good enough and then we start to feel bad about the whole thing or um in the in the worst worst cases spiral i i like that you're telling you're telling folks step away you know take a te- take a step back because because honestly there's always uh there's always going to be someone better always yeah always they're they're either better than you now or they will be better than you soon and that is the case for everybody anywhere in any job any profession any sport anything thank you for that insight we touched on this very briefly about when you stepped away. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit more about your break and, and how, how that went? Uh, yeah. So I decided uh, the end of May, beginning of June last year that I needed uh, a couple weeks off. I was feeling a bit worn out, feeling a bit stressed from the stream. And at that point I had, 
slightly reduced my streaming schedule a little bit, been a little more flexible. But I'd also experienced a couple of months where there was a lot of like just having two kids and and sickness in in the family and just having to cancel a lot of streams and feeling guilty about that. And so I'm like, I'm just gonna take two weeks off and I need, I need a little break and I'll come back. And that was 1000% the intention. And I know from talking to people, there was a lot of stuff you know, people over the summertime were like, you know, he's gone, he's not coming back. <laughs> you know, uh, he's he's for sure for sure coming back. You know, there was some speculation from that point of view, but it was intended <laughs> to be. It was instead intended to be a two week break, and then, yeah, like during that two weeks, like the the week came that it was time to start up again. I'm like, I'm not really feeling it. You know, I'm like gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stay off Twitch again, and then it became. A practical thing of I was streaming in my basement in this unfinished room that I'm never going to finish if I'm streaming three times a week. How am I supposed to stream three times a week and rip, build walls and paint and do everything with my Lego everywhere and my streaming setup everywhere? So then it became a practical thing of I'm going to finish my room that I want to be proud of to stream from and that I've been dreaming about for years. Mm. Um, and and then I'll come back to streaming. And that, as most DIY home renos go took longer than expected. <laughs> right. It, it's 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 like one of those things. Like any any habit, right? There's a certain inertia that builds up. So if you're streaming three times a week, it's just this is what I do, and you just keep going and rolling, and it never stops. And then the habit breaks, and then inertia the other way builds up, and it's hard to get started again. So by the end of summer, I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to come back. You know, oh, I don't, I, I'm, I'm really happy with my life the way it is right now. Like I, I've got a good balance with my family. You know, when I was streaming a lot, I was spending time with my kids, but thinking about streaming and like, mm-hmm. you know, having that FOMO of what's going on on Twitch, like checking the computer or, or whatever. And like, you know, I, I was pretty happy in that place. And I'm like, you know what, if you don't miss it yet, don't go back, just take the time you need. And then, you know, of course, as soon as I did that and I kind of gave myself that freedom, about a month and a half later, I'm like, I, I'm, I, I want to go back. I want to. So I started slowly. I was like lurking in. I was lurking in in some streams, and I never said a word. I didn't want people to know that I was there, uh. but I was I was just lurking, <laughs> you know. And then built up to chatting a little bit more, and then like you know, I'm I'm definitely coming back. Now I'm just going to pick a date, and then it was a matter of picking a date because if you don't pick a date, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I I decided I'm going to start again in January. That gave me a kind of a timeline i knew the exact date probably around christmas beginning of january but i knew in like november that i was starting in january so i gave myself two months to get the computer set up again and get ready kind of mentally and and i had deleted everything so i had Mm. to rebuild all my scenes in in uh stream labs and and rebuild everything from scratch which gave me a reason it gave me a chance to rebrand like it gave me a chance to redo things and start in a way from what i learned in the last time so yeah, that's kind of how it happened. It, it went from I'm definitely coming back in two weeks to I just need some time to do this to maybe I don't need to do this anymore. And then, you know what? I really do miss this. Um, I'm going to find a way to do this in a smart way, in a way that I can be balanced and happy while doing it, you know, and not feeling less than or feeling stressed or not being engaged with my family, you know? Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that because I think it's really important that we acknowledge those struggles. I I know that there's a lot of us who regularly deal with that sort of thing where we're I 
Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know streamers that are streaming more than me and, and have families as well. Like everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people that stream have families. I'm not the only one that has kids, you know. So yeah. how how you guys out there find that balance, you know, hats off to you. Um, I'm I'm still trying to find that and feel like I've got it. And for any length of time, I don't know. But like, it's one of the biggest challenges to streaming is is that balance if you have people to, to, to care for, whether it's kids or uh, a parent or a relationship that you're in, you know, doesn't matter who it is. It's it, finding that balance because the pull of Twitch, the pull of all those little brain chemicals that Twitch gives to you uh, is pretty strong. You got to find a way to, to, to balance that out with, you know, your IRL family that lives in the same roof, under the same roof as you or something like that, you know? You know, to share, share a little bit, uh, I don't think we've talked about it much uh but i took a break from twitch as well and this was mm. kind of before uh the whole the whole pandemic thing uh a little a little context it was i want to say late 2018 and i was coming off of being a one game streamer i was really well known for a particular uh colony simulator game and uh, i built the channel initially off of that, I want to say like 1500 of my follows were built off of that. And I was reaching 30, 40 average and climbing and getting, getting closer and closer to partner, but it was late 2018. And I was a late night streamer because that was the only time I could make between having some young children, a wife and a career. And uh, I had been doing that for a good year and a half almost in streaming only one game five plus times a week late nights and i got to that point where in late in that late 2018 i was like something has got to like Burned something's out. yeah something's got to break right and uh the only place i could really make time was cutting out the streams and so mm -hmm. i took a legitimate break from streaming like at the beginning of 2019 and I was gone for most of that year. So I took the better wow. part of a year off. I would mm -hmm. come back maybe for like a day or two and be like, ah, you know, I'm not really feeling it, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> nope, uh, not yet. Not ready. Nope, nope. Not ready. There were some false starts and, yeah. <laughs> and actually the pandemic kind of brought me back. And so I can completely sympathize with that whole, hey, I need I need to take time. And like you, I went through those those struggles of this is only this will only be for like a month. And then it became a couple months. And I'm like, oh, man, it's been six months, but I think I'm good. Like, I feel I feel good. Maybe I don't want to go back. And then it's like, oh, I miss yeah. it. And so yeah. I, I went through a similar cycle. I mean, I mean, I will say like. um like it was nice because over the over that time, definitely um, a bunch of people from the community at different times reached out, be like, "Hey, how's it going?" There was some concern, uh, but also some just letting you know, you know, like you know, we miss you. You know, you you were talked about in in a stream today because essentially I'd build up this rep, you know, because of Marvel. That basically, if Marvel got brought up, they expected me to chime in. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I was if I was around, I would talk about it if if, if it popped up as a conversation. You know, yeah. Um, so like I will say that that meant a lot to me at that time because it was uh, it's one of those things where you you never know you know you're it's it's like you're you're talking 
at a camera, you know, there's a chat going on, but you don't know how much connection you're really making with everybody. If it's just an entertainment situation and a boredom on their end that they're there just because, or there's an actual connection. And you want to make that connection. You want that, right? But you right. don't know for sure until you know, you know, and, and part of what that break did for me was because of those messages that came in not, you know, all the time, but enough came in that I was like, there is a connection there, you know, and that mm-hmm. reinforced some of those, those things to me that, that, at, you know, again, on my bad days, I doubt it, you know, so that I will say that there's a big thanks to the people that did do that over the course of, of that, that stretch, you know. I'm glad that you got those messages. I'm glad that people reached out. I think that mm-hmm. is an understated thing that, especially as you establish a community you build your your community up and in like in your case you took a break that those connections still remain uh, regardless of the fact that you're streaming consistently and i'm glad that you you got those messages i i got the same thing i would get just uh, i'd get a an a stray discord message or a a twitter (laughs) dm like hey man how you doing how's how are are things yeah Yeah. hey are you good i'm like i'm good man i and like I know this chat is supposed to be like you asking me questions, but what you just shared, like it made me think of uh, Chronic's comment last week about you know people who would build off of one game and then change, and all of a sudden they would just lose like mm-hmm. a lot. You know, now you didn't just change; you took a year break. But yeah. I'd imagine that that comment hit close to home because you must have had to do kind of a lot of the same thing, like rebuild community and oh yeah, and 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 restart. Maybe not from zero, but not where you were when you stopped, at least. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, to share a little bit, that was really hard. And when I came when I came back, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I had some ideas, but at the time, there's there was this whole year and a half's worth of content and building that was like, I'm known for this game. And then in the last three to four months of that chunk, I was stepping into a wider genre that still covered that game. So I was like known yeah. still for simulators, strategy, turn-based type stuff. And I was still doing fine, but then I left, right? I disappeared off of Twitch for about a year. And then I came back and my thought was, well, now's an opportunity. I don't have to do what I did before. And it would feel good to try something different. And so shout out to the community who came back when I returned and sat through me going fully variety or going fully <laughs> oh i think i want to be a story game guy or hey i want to yeah. i want to focus on content creation and then the finally settled on oh i want to be a lego person and then now oh God, yeah. yeah and now i'm like a lego person slash just chatting talk show person and so it was tough how you know for you as you made that decision to come back and you started to prepare and you gave yourself a time how did how how was how were you feeling about coming back how was the anticipation over a couple months of returning how did that feel for you um i was i was uh excited about it like that's when you know that you've you've taken the break you needed because i knew that i missed it i hanging out in, in some streams made me know that i wanted to get back to it no, mm-hmm. so I was excited. I, I didn't want to build up any expectations in my head of people, you know, celebrating my return. You know, like I wanted to make it. I, I there was a very real possibility of me just popping up one day, not telling anybody, and just 
<laughs> streaming. You know, yeah. And again, within with a new name, half the people wouldn't even know who I was, right? So <laughs> right. I I almost wanted to do that just because I didn't want it to be like a spectacle, so to speak. Because I also didn't want to build it up in my own mind that it was this big deal. It was a big deal personally, and I'm thankful that for some people it it was a big deal to the community, right? That 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 I was back uh, because again, that's one of those things that makes you feel good. You know, like get get those brain chemicals that that make you feel good. <laughs> And like, so, so that was definitely a big, a big part of it. And so I was excited, you know, I didn't want to make it too big. I didn't want to like expect that I would have like a bajillion people on in the stream, you know, uh, enjoy the time that I had. And it was chaotic because I bit off a little more than I can chew in terms of wanting to do stuff in that stream. Mm -hmm. But it was, it was, it felt so good. And like, I was I didn't sleep for like two hours afterwards because I was like so wired and, <laughs> and like excited and happy about the stream and like the yeah. kind of how I felt after my first couple of like big streams when I was starting out, you know. With your return stream, for those that didn't catch that, uh, you didn't you didn't do any Lego, right? I did not get to build anything. <laughs> I didn't even get to open the box. Yeah, I uh, I stream on in my over my two weeks of streaming, I streamed for a total of. Um, five and a half hours before I opened the box mm. and six and a half hours before I even started building anything. <laughs> I'm officially allowed, <laughs> allowed to be in the slow builders club now, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I can speak to that too. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. no, it, was, just, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And you did something really cool on your return stream with the, with your shirt. Yeah. 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 So I wanted, I, I kind of, I kind of explained it on the stream. I'm not good at, making memories and souvenirs of things you know like i've never been somebody who takes a lot of pictures like i don't i don't make a big deal of things you know and and like as a result like i don't even know what the first day that i streamed was i don't know the first day that i was an affiliate i don't have any idea what those things were i know it was right. the middle of january when i started streaming right. i know about a month later i became an affiliate <laughs> i don't know you know so like every so often i'll go on, on on a streamer's like about page and it has their like first stream you know affiliate uh 250 yeah. followers 500 followers i'm like i, I have don't know. no idea when any of these things happen <laughs> you know right so like so like i wanted to again i didn't want to make a big deal of the stream and i didn't want to do something that like made it feel like i was trying to get everybody to hey i'm back come sub come come you know right you know? but i i did want to do something that i could have a memory of the stream that i came back so i went and got a t-shirt it was on sale for seven dollars got to the cash cost me four dollars i'm like yes big win <laughs> <laughs> you know and and i wanted to get people's names on the shirt and it's not like it's literally sitting like two feet from me beside my monitor here because again i know like anybody else i have bad days sometimes and i want to have something that you know makes me smile you know and and reminds me of that day you know because there's a lot of so many good feelings that come to with that stream so it was yeah. important to me to do something like that and it's important to me moving forward that i do those things when i have a, a stream a special stream to do something that marks it as something that i will remember not just like subathon goals that help achieve you know some subs and and donations for a cause or something but something that i can look back and tangibly remember that's when i did that stream i really love that i really lo love the whole the whole shirt thing like you uh, I, I'm in the same boat of, I never really specifically know. And the only way I know is if I like dive into the, you know, the archives or dive, yeah, like, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know 
I don't know off the top of my head when I became an affiliate. I don't same idea. So I'm, I really love the idea of having a a tangible thing that says this was the day, like in your case, this was the day that I came back to stream. And yeah, you had the shirt, you wrote down the names of people, you know, who have been yeah. supporting you as who, a, who, yeah, who, who subbed and, 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 and gifted subs and, 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 yeah. and, and, and it was, it's, it's nice, you know, and it, it doesn't include like, like obviously not everybody can make it to that stream and not everybody's going to buy a sub or gift a sub on that stream. So it doesn't necessarily include everybody right. in my community that I value. That's not a representation of their value. It's just a keepsake for me for that day, you know, so I have that, Absolutely. you know, like, like a big moment for me, I guess, like to take it in a different direction is like my, my TikTok legging stream, you know, <laughs> yeah. there, there was, there was a lot of like good emotions related to that because it was, it, it 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 wasn't just a fun stream it was like it was like as being accepted into the cool kids club you know being asked to yeah. wear the leggings when you know when you had streamers that you like and admire or like hey you want to wear the leggings okay you know but like i don't know when i did it there's yeah. clips of it and they pop up so i know i did it i have a pair of leggings over here that i know i did it <laughs> but like, like i don't know when it was i don't have you know i have the leggings as a keepsake but generally they're just like hiding somewhere they're not hanging proudly in my room yeah yeah you you have a real tangible like way to make a connection to that day and i think i think that's really yeah. awesome i think a lot of people can learn from that you know that in, that inspires me too to think about how can i do something similar for for a milestone uh for for me in the in the community so yeah i mean, I mean I, yeah. i'm not the first one to do something like that people have done it on their shirts or their hats you know um and 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 like i mean that i should again go into the less talked about areas of twitch that is not as big of a deal as it used to be but you know like the, the hot tub streamers that would like write your name on their bodies if you you, know, you did sir like like that was yeah. a way of like getting you know making someone feel seen and, and and achieving a goal or whatever this was again it wasn't for the the people it was this was something for me it was selfish in that way you know and and a way to show appreciation to everybody and remember these people you know that, that showed up that day that that's just that's fantastic i i love i love that whole idea we could all think about doing something similar I'm glad you're back, man. And I'm glad I, I did miss that stream, unfortunately, but I did like I lurked a little a, a little bit as I was able to, and then I went back and caught some of the VOD. So I'm it, it oh, was nice. it was a truly it was a truly great moment to see. And you you actually verbalized this yourself. You said this isn't really I my favorite my favorite thing you said a couple times during that stream was you know, you, you've all all already welcomed me back in different chats, mm -hmm. but this is my opportunity to welcome you all back to my to my uh, space, my chat, and and let's celebrate it. So that yeah, that's a really cool thing. I love that. Yeah, and 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 that kind of goes along with kind of me trying to focus a little more on the chat. One thing I know I'm just as a person, you know, I'm introverted. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not always great at showing appreciation for the friends in my life, the people in my life. You know, I'm not always, I'm definitely not touchy feely. Like I have a, a buddy of mine that wants to hug me every time he sees me. And I'm just like, just, just, just no, please. Just uh, not every time. Yeah, I yeah. saw you last, I saw you last week. Just, just, you know, like, right. I knew when I came back, I wanted, I want to do a better job of that, of, acknowledging people 
of making them feel welcome in my stream. Mm -hmm. And like the people who are already regulars will tell me or will say, I already do that, you know, but mm -hmm. I feel I can do better. You know, you can always yeah. do better. And, and I know, again, it's a weakness of mine. You know, I'm, I'm the guy who's sitting quiet at most gatherings, you know, and, and but when you're the streamer, you're the one organizing the gathering. You're the host. You've got to do some of those hosty things that is not natural to me. Um, mm -hmm. But through some effort and some practice, I can get better at it. And I want to I wanted to do that. And that's why the welcoming thing was an important thing that I wanted to, to, to say during that stream, you know? Yeah. I love that. That was really that was really cool. Now that you're back and maybe you have a little time to look at and reflect upon it, as well as your time away, how how has that break changed your outlook and your perspective on this whole thing that you're doing now? Mm, I think it's it it taught me what not to do. You know, I feel like I spent a year and a half streaming and having some success as a streamer. And being happy as a streamer most of the time, but uh, it definitely taught me a lot of the wrong way to go about things, and some of the th mistakes that I made that caused me more stress than I needed, or caused me more anxiety than I needed, and and so that's why when I came back, like I I was very clear with everybody that I know that I'm going to stream once a week. And I'm going to maybe do once a month stream, like on a Friday when I have a quiet work week, I can just kind of, you know, phone it in and just stream on a Friday. And that'll be once a month, once every six weeks, you know, whatever the, the schedule allows. I'm not going to come in and dive right into streaming, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, you know, and, and whatever else. I'm, I'm just going to take it easy. So, yeah, my perspective was to be like, listen, you went at it last time. I have an addictive personality, so I went at it like full bore. I can still want to be better. I can still improve as a streamer and 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 take inspiration from other streamers. I need to do it in a way that gives me balance, you know. And and so once a week was my commitment. And again, we talked about like the pull of Twitch, the pull of streaming. Oh, yeah. After the last two weeks, I'm already like, oh, you know, I'd love to do this on stream, and you know, I can do that. And oh yeah, you know, like I'm going to add a day. I'm like, no. No, I'm going to spend at least three months only streaming on Thursdays and a few Fridays and then a couple of like special streams a year. Like I want, I'm going to do a birthday stream that's different like than my normal stream. I'm going to do my, I, one of my best memories on Twitch is my 12 hours of Brickmas stream where I gave Lego away every hour. You know, that was a great day, you know? Yeah. So like, I'm going to do some special streams here and there, but I like for three months, I'm going to stream once a week and at, after three months, do I want to add a day? <laughs> you know, am I yeah. going to add some variety or add another stream where I'm still doing Lego? Um, I can still build plenty of Lego without streaming. I can still be involved in chats and be part of the community without streaming. Yeah. For my own sanity, three months like this before you let Twitch win and 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 pull you <laughs> into streaming and then have the same cycle repeat itself. You know. Right. I don't want to take another eight month eight month break. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to feel like I have to. You know. Yeah. I think that's a great way to approach it. And honestly, I commend you for being very intentional about that when you returned and saying, these are my boundaries coming back to streaming <coughs> and even giving yourself that time frame, saying, okay, in three months, maybe I'll, I'll rethink the plan and adjust accordingly. And I think <coughs> that's something that 
more people should do, especially if you do not necessarily take a break. You're like, is this, is this really the right amount of time for me to put into this particular thing? So, yeah. 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 I want to be at my, at my best um, yeah. for my community. Mm-hmm. Having it once a week for now is the way I think I'm going to be at my best, you know? Um, yeah. And if I feel I can do more, down the road than I will. But I really wanted to, like you said, be intentional about this. Um, I don't want to dive in and then a month later be like, you know, rage quit again. You know, like I didn't rage quit last time, but, you know, I've rage quit Instagram twice in my life. (laughs) You know, this is not the first time I've changed names on a social media site, everybody. (laughs) You know, I'm on my third account with Instagram because I, 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 you know, again, addictive personality, social media is tailor-made for someone like me to get addicted and have both good and negative emotions and like i don't want to fall into that trap here i took steps with instagram to have a balance there i'm taking steps with twitch to have the same kind of balance you know while i'm streaming and and be part of the community yeah i think it's important to stress that too the fact that you are taking steps to actively prevent yourself from running into those kinds of roadblocks or, you know, like you said, with your Instagram experience, having walked away a couple times or rage quitting Instagram. Rage quitting Instagram, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love love that term, actually. (laughs) But uh, the fact that social media and Twitch or both of those things in general actively... Uh, influence us to want to stay within those those sites and those those systems. Mm-hmm. Would you have any further thoughts or or insight on how to approach that now that you've kind of already started setting your own boundaries? What would you tell someone who's who's finding themselves that same place of like I want to want to set some boundaries with with Twitch and or other social media sites? Yeah, I mean, I mean, for Instagram, it's easy because you can you. Obviously, it's not well advertised, but you can go into your settings in Instagram and give yourself a time limit each day. So how much time do you want to spend on this this app? And after X amount of time, it will pop up with a message. Is it time for you to walk away from, from that? And I set mine to, to 30 minutes a day, max. Mm. And there's weeks where my average Instagram time is 12 minutes. And that's pretty much the time it takes me to make a post, publish it, scan through and like and comment on things and and that that's about it and and did it hurt my you know potential growth on instagram almost certainly but it helped me mentally you know um i also got into a habit from a instagram point of view and and i've kind of got out of that because because of my break from twitch it actually took me a break from a lot of things Uh, but one of the things i instituted for myself was what i referred to as an analog weekend where Mm. i just wouldn't go on social media i wouldn't go on twitch i would i would basically unplug my phone on saturday morning leave it by my bed and try to keep the battery above 95 percent on sunday night like not plug it back in and just not touch my phone because that's where all my apps are like once a month once every six weeks i just spend you know a solid 36 hours not touching anything digital essentially so those are the two things that I did for myself and, and Twitch, I, we, we talked about it. I'm, I'm just trying to ease myself in, you know, and, and it's one of the things that Twitch did that FOMO thing of, you know, hanging out in streams. I would kind of shirk my responsibilities around the house. You know, I wouldn't do a chore I was supposed to do. I would just sit and hang out in a stream rather than actually doing either my job or my housework, you know? <laughs> so I made a joke in local stream this week, uh, something about, 
some kind of accomplishment unlocked. You know, I painted my windowsill, which is a task I had. But like that, that's the kind of like, I had the stream running, I had the tabs open that I was lurking in, but I stepped away from the computer, I went and was productive for an hour, hour and a half, whatever it was, came back and I gave myself the positive reinforcement by being proud of the fact that I did that. And it feels like it's nothing, but it's also so easy to fall into that tunnel of hanging out on Twitch for four hours and you've just lost four hours of your life. Um, yeah. And not, not that it's a bad thing in terms of you're your finding your community. That's not what I'm criticizing it. Um, but it's so easy to just on social media, on Twitch, you know, as a content creator, I'm cognizant of that. And and as a consumer of, of, of content, I'm even more aware of it. And so it's 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 important to me that that I consume my content, you know, responsibly and I try to create content responsibly in that way too, you know? Yeah. I really like <clears throat> All of that, I think that is super important for, for all of us, not just even those that are creating, but even those that just consume Twitch and, and social media. Because on, honestly, I think more we all could be a little more responsible with the time that we spend with it. And I, 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 I'll say, you know, when I spent a year away from Twitch for the most part, like you, I kind of slowly reintroduced it into my life but for like a good six months i was not on twitch at all yeah. and yeah that that changed a lot of things for me and that it allowed me to kind of recalibrate to my life outside of of social media and mm -hmm. content creation and kind of figure out like what my daily routine would look like and honestly it it does wonders when you take a break kind of yeah. puts things in perspective. Yeah, and and it doesn't have to be 6 months or, or 8 months or a year. It, right, it, it's right. just giving yourself the space, you know, whether it's one day or or you know an afternoon or whatever you need for yourself, right? Absolutely. It, it, it's it's important and and so for me if I'm if again, like we talked about if you're like kind of rage watching Twitch, knowing you need to be doing something else and you're mad, you know, then just step away, you know, right. but same thing. If, if you, if you're looking at it and you're, and you're like, Oh yeah, I gotta go get this done. Oh, gotta go get this done. And, and you just don't the, the joy you feel in the moment of, of community and, and, and whatever you're doing with that, you know, in those streams is going to be offset by the negative feelings you have later of, of guilt or of whatever for not doing the work. Cause it's going to get done anyway. If you have chores to do around the house or other important tasks for work, yeah. you're not, not going to do them. You just have to do them later and you're going to have, you know, losing sleep or, or feeling bad about it or rushing through it and half-assing something. And if it's real life work, job related stuff, that's not a good place to be. You know, that's some great insight about just being more balanced, I think, and giving yourself the time and the room to kind of make sure you're you're doing you're still doing what you need to do yeah and, and like before i stepped away i remember uh bricks o'brien talked about on uh, one of his streams and god knows when this was because obviously my timeline is off to me it was a month ago but it was probably like 10 months because <laughs> i've been gone for eight months right but like yeah like he he like made a conscious choice not to do lego on his streams anymore right like that was something he was doing on his stream and i, I don't know if he's stuck to that but yeah he took lego back for himself as this is something i do as a hobby as a content creator it was so easy to just anything is content and and so lego yeah. became less of a joy for him and more of a 
just a piece of content, you know? And so I remember him doing that and being aware enough to do that. And, and obviously, I mean, he wrote a book <laughs> about that. So right. like, obviously he has, he has a clue what's going on, you know? Uh, yeah. But when, when I saw and heard, you know, him do that, I'm like, that is, I'm not going to say a ballsy move because, it, you know, it's not <laughs> like he was only doing Lego and changing games and he might lose all his watchers, you know, like that wasn't something like that, but it was something that it, it takes a certain amount of, of self-awareness to, to, to do that you know and, yeah. and you know props to him when when he did and and you know that was one of the things that i remember sticking in my mind if i remember it now i want to be able to approach things in that way sometimes you got to save things for yourself whatever that looks like i mean i'll say i thought i thought it was a ballsy move too honestly yeah. <laughs> i mean I, I was i was very worried i wasn't thinking about this before but like i was very worried when i started streaming lego that i would not want to do it anymore mm. it would become the chore of streaming and I need this for content. I'm not going to build on my own, you know, right. and, and I'm very happy that that never happened. Even when I was tired of Twitch, I wasn't tired of Lego, yeah. you know? So, so that fear proved unfounded. Um, but yeah, for anybody that's, that's got those kinds of struggles, you do want to keep something for yourself that you don't have to share with everybody, you know? Yeah. I, I approach uh, gunpla that way that I, mm. I don't, I don't really stream gunpla. I find it, I build Lego off stream too, but when I got into Gunpla like five, six months ago, I was like, I'm just going to do this for me. I'm going to do it yeah. whenever I find the time. If I just have a moment to like sit down and work on a kit, I, I've kind of made the promise to myself that maybe one day I'll stream it, but I'm never going to like, it's never really going to be like the focus of, of street. Like yeah. it's not going to be my, my content in that, in yeah. that way. Yeah. It might be something you talk about, you know, because yeah. the topic comes up or you have some in the background so that it, you can show them off once in a while. But, you know, to use it as a content, you know, medium, yeah. I'm going to show me doing this. Uh, keep that to yourself. As like you said, we all need our, our hobbies that aren't, you know, related to our jobs or, you know, whether you're a full-time streamer or not. It's still, it's less of a hobby for yourself if you have to. Uh, save it to share because otherwise you don't have the content for your stream you know like right. it kills me i've got my my quinjet still <laughs> sitting there and like every yeah. part of me wants to build it yeah you know and and but i've decided it's going to be built on stream and every lego streamer probably feels this where they have a set just sitting there but like you do have to have something that is for yourself that is not someone else to control and if, if Lego is your content, then your your stream schedule controls when you build your Lego. And, it's, you know, you don't want that for your Gunpla, for example, you know. Absolutely. You say that and I'm staring at the jazz club, like half built in front of me. I want to build but, this. Yeah. 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 I'm like, man, I could just start building this right after this stream. I want to I want to finish this. I love this thing. Yeah. 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 You do. I, I want to shift gears a little bit because you do mm -hmm. something that's really fun on your stream that uh, stood out to me which was one of the reasons why I actually did want to talk to you before your break. But you, you do a lot of uh, gamifying your stream mm. and the things mm -hmm. that you do while you're live. Could you kind of give a brief description of how all, like, well, brief is a subjective <laughs> word here, but could you give a description <laughs> of how how you approach that? Because I think this is uh, unique. And I, I, you know, I some people do things kind of in that realm, but I, I, I'd love to hear how how you approach it. Yeah. Um, so for those that, that that come into the stream, to make the closest approximation, when you were at a stream, you were in channel points, right? And a lot of streams use 
a bot or or something like stream elements and it awards like a secondary points you can use to buy tickets for raffles and stuff like that is the most obvious example mm-hmm. um so i did the same thing where i set up two concurrently running things a currency and like xp points uh, so so that you could play games and you could basically become a character and avatar in the stream you can then buy things for your your character uh using a lego minifigure and you know I, I what i wanted to do was create something that was unique and was something that would appeal to the right kind of person that would keep them engaged you know and it was one thing that was again a little too big i didn't think like anything else you don't know what you're getting into until you start it so it's one of those things that i started and it got like too complex too mm. hard to manage and and it was one of the drivers of my stress on my stream so when i came back i knew i had to simplify it a little bit and, and yeah. take out some of the layers um which i did you know yeah. and it was still hard to manage the first stream because it was just chaos but like <laughs> i wanted to have a reason for people to come back to the stream and have a character that grows you know like i thought of you know so many video games now you get skins for characters that mean diddly squat yeah <laughs> they don't do anything for your character it's just the way you look on the on the street the screen you know and and yeah. it's a prestige thing for some of them that are unique and rare and 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 stuff like that and i thought i, I can do that on this stream you know and 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 give people something that is unique to them an avatar with a minifigure and coming back i decided to do micro builds because i scrapped the idea of an entire lego universe in my room because it was just gonna take up too much space but i can build a microverse and keep it on a shelf or a table so same idea so like you can buy yourself a little avatar deck them out in whatever outfit you want upgrade and buy shields and helmets and you know buy yourself a little house i just wanted something that felt unique felt quote unquote on brand you know mm. something that i would i would like to do that you know it, i i wanted to build something that if hey if i went to the stream and somebody else was doing this i would 100% want to play those games and and do those things and the downside for some of it is some of the it, it turns into a bit of chat spam with the commands and stuff but i i enjoy it and i i like to think that again People will come in. I get a lot of questions about it when people raid in and have never been there before. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, what can I buy? I'm like, well, nothing. You just got here. You know, but come back <laughs> right. and you know, save up and you know, like um, but like stuff like that, you know, like it, I wanted it to be something that kind of allowed me to be creative, engaged the chat, and and you got to be a part of the stuff that I was building. You know, you can choose the color of your house, for example. You can choose, you know, which armor you get when you upgrade, stuff like that. I wanted it to be something so that you had a personal representation of yourself in my street. Again, it comes back to me wanting to welcome people back to, to this space, not yeah. you guys welcoming me back to the Twitch space. I like, uh, I, I actually, I think it's really, one, the system itself, I, I, I love the idea of it as a game designer by day. Um, I'm always looking at how things are gamified. So one, I appreciate that. But (laughs) two, I think it's really cool that as you took that time off and you, you made the plan to come back, you realized the toll it was, it was kind of taking on you. And so now you're scaling it back, which I I think that's great. Yeah. It was, it was something I knew I wanted to keep. There was no doubt in my mind I was keeping it. That's one of those things that 
like I like I said before, part of the break, there was there was just too much. You know, it was just a lot to try to do all at once. You know, and and try to manage it and fix the bugs in the programming that I made. Like I did discover through this how much I enjoy that backend part of it. I love oh, yeah. going into my bot and programming these conditional commands and making this game. This dig game that I that I built is not a game that is a packaged thing that like a lot of heist games that that's like a, just plug it in and it's done right yeah the dig game that i built is entirely just a text file and a bunch of conditional commands and it's yeah. like i had so much pleasure in in building that and and i had never i've never done any kind of coding in my life or any kind of programming in that way so it was a fantastic thing to discover that i enjoyed through streaming yeah but it became to the point anybody who does anything like that knows that that's pretty labor and time intensive where you're trying to get through things and realize order of operations is wrong okay how do i fix this you know like oh, yeah. that kind of thing so you know, I'm so happy I discovered that I enjoyed it because it's something else that like, oh, wow, I like this. You know, this is yeah. great. But also I need to, whoa, <laughs> just take it easy here. Let's not make it too complex because A, nobody can figure out what you're trying to do. And B, you can't even keep up. So let's like, let's <laughs> tone it down a little bit. That's really cool that you kind of discovered this like love of like the nuts and bolts of the whole thing. And like you said, kind of getting in there and writing writing code for this bot that you, you discovered kind of another aspect of, of what we do as creators that you enjoy. And that's really cool. I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. that you, you settled on the whole, I'm going to make this bot. I'm going to make this thing. And you found that you enjoyed it. And I think like you, many of, many of us actually love thinking about how we can do things under the hood for the stream, whether mm. it's coding a bot or making crazy alerts and redeems and things like that that use a lot of logic and conditioning mm-hmm. man i i appreciate that about you and the whole the whole gamification of the stream how has that how has that evolved i mean we talked about you kind of making it a lot a lot lighter but how how else has that changed over time now that you've been doing this for a little while the because so my original vision for it was like any other game that you would unlock different levels so you gain your xp and at a certain level of xp you gain a rank and then the next level is harder to reach and you get another rank and then you go up and like i think the the ranks there's like a 10 or 12 ranks that i created the 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 first rank somebody who's in the stream for the very first time is like a villager or something like you're a peon you know like you you got nothing right (laughs) and then you become like a a hero uh, or uh, an apprentice or something and then you become an avenger and you're like an apprentice avenger and then you're a journeyman avenger and then you're a master avenger and like <laughs> stuff like that so that was my vision but uh, my vision was to have a game that you could unlock when you got to those each level so like mm. uh, a villager could do certain tasks to earn xp and earn money whereas a hero could do different tasks but the, again that's part of the complexity that it was too hard to follow and people who came in if they see other people playing one game that are regulars, they're like, why can't I play that game? Oh, you can play this game, you know? And it just, there's just, <laughs> right. you know, too many things, you know, too many variables and too many, too many things. So that kind of took a backseat to just being a little more simple. You still have ranks and there'll be perks to the ranks, but not to the point where, you know, there's different games to play at every level that you joined, right? Yeah. Because like, I found myself explaining how to do anything in my stream most of the stream. Because because in my head, I know how it works. I know yeah, yeah. exactly how this works. But then yeah. I have to explain it to everybody that comes in that's new. Even the the shopping programming, like my next big project is to take it, the the, the shopping thing where you can buy armor and stuff is is a prepackaged 
piece of, yeah. of, of, of the inventory system, but it is not very user-friendly to buy things and sell things. <laughs> Yeah. And I know from the programming I just did to buy a house, I can do my own subset of commands and program my own, my entire store that way. Yeah. But that's a lot of work. And I'm like, I don't think I want to do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you ever need an eye from a game design point of view, let me know. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's really cool. I love, I love that idea. I think that, I think that's really great. And it really, it really stands out as something that you don't, see and so i i commend you for coming up with this system and evolving it Thanks. and figuring figuring out what what works for you and and where you want to take it so yeah and I, and I hope that i hope that chatters like it and i hope that it it drives a little more a little more engagement to yeah. to to come in and play and like you know one of the things that i again we talked about the the viewer count number that people look at and it becomes a, a way to judge how well you did i would rather have you know 15 people in my stream that are chatting the whole time than 100 with one person talking to me at the end of the day which one do you feel was a better stream you're going to feel better about that one with less people that are more engaged it's subjective in that way in terms of engagement so what i what i want to do is create another layer of engagement a reason for people to engage in chat and be there and again be part of the stream versus a viewer of the stream given that whole concept is that how you personally like to get to get involved with other channels do you prefer being more engaged directly via chat or do you prefer to work more uh, it's it's a tough question. Um, <laughs> so my shit, my it, it's it's so weird too because I've I've been on uh, you know around Twitch for two years even with a break, and my view on lurking shifted like last week because of mm. a conversation that, that Zach had in his stream. I want to lurk more often. So like what I'll do like at four o'clock my kids come home come home and I'm basically dad from four p.m. to eight p.m. Every so often I will pop people who stream around those times will attest to every so often I pop in and be like, drive by lurk and just leave it because <laughs> I'll pop in at like four fifteen, I'll see who's streaming, open a tab and and just leave. And not even I might not even say hi, but some people sometimes I will. So that aspect of trying to be supportive in that way, I'm trying to do more of that. Yeah. On the other hand, I would much rather when I'm actually actively sitting at my computer or standing because I don't sit, I want to be engaged in a chat in a in a chat room. I don't yeah. want to bounce back and forth between tabs too much. So I will make a conscious effort to like engage fully for 30 to 45 minutes and then peace out and go to another stream and engage fully for 30 to 45 minutes. It's too, it's too hard for me. As some people who can do it, I don't grasp how your brain can function like that because my brain doesn't. And <laughs> yeah. like mad respect for people who bounce around like that. But yeah. for me, I, I want, you know, for me to manage, you know, I, I'd rather spend dedicated time that I'm fully engaged with someone, the streamer and their chat for a period of time and then move on to the next stream or move on to something else, do my own thing, but try to engage fully when I'm there versus saying hello and then going to the next stream and saying hello and engaging for every stream for five minutes at a time and coming back. And, and again, people do that. And I appreciate the ones who do that, that come into my stream for that reason, you know, but, but I can't do that personally. So for yeah. me, I function better engaging fully for a block of time, shifting to something else and then engaging fully again. That's how my brain works, and that's how I like to function when I'm when I'm now that I'm back. I think that's some great insight because a lot of us approach Twitch differently. 
Yeah, yeah, and exactly. There's definitely people who are really good at chatting in multiple things at a time. Like I'm, I'm amazed when I, because I will see it. You know, I, when I, if I'm, you know, hanging out in a couple of streams, I will be in one, and I'll see people chatting in the one that I'm in and two others. I'm like, how? How do you, <laughs> you know? Do, yeah. uh, you know, and and again, I, it's not, it's not. I don't do it that way. Not because I'm judging that negatively. You're not less engaged because you're not doing it the way that I engage. Yeah. They're, you know, engaging in the way that works for them. And and that's the thing, the beauty about Twitch from that point of view is chatters, viewers, you know, can engage the way they want to. If they just want to lurk the entire time, not even say hello, they can. If they want to chat for the entire time in one stream, they can. If they want to bounce around, they can. That's the beauty of it from my, from my point of view. And that's yeah. how I approach it personally because of the way that I, my brain works and, and what feels good to me. Yeah. I think, I think that's fantastic perspective. And, uh, like, like you, I, I think I have an upper limit in terms of even how many channels I could pay attention to at once. I've, I've, I've pushed, I've pushed. Limit is one. Yeah. <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah. I fail after I fail after one, I can maybe wing like wing it for two for a little bit. And then I'm like, no, I can't gotta go. Uh, but thank you for that, that perspective. It's cool. And it's cool how you're, you're, outlook has, you know, like you said, your outlook has changed a little bit in terms of mm -hmm. what it means to be a lurker or what, what that means in relation to you as a, as a content creator. I think that mm -hmm. there's definitely, there's such a broad spectrum, right. Of how we all consume and what works for, for any individual. And mm -hmm. I, I, I think that certainly, uh, sometimes we forget, right. Cause we, we, we tend to approach Twitch the way we consume it. And as a, even as a streamer, we sometimes still think that way because I found myself, like you have said to my chat, how are you watching about <laughs> three, four other channels? Like, how are you doing that? We, like, <laughs> To be fair, this is coming from the same person that organized simultaneous hype trains in a closed stream and his own. So, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There, there it is. <laughs> Man. That's, that's so, that's, y'all are crazy. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, <laughs> but I love y'all for it. One thing that in preparation for this, this episode and for you and I talking, uh, we, we briefly talked about the fact that it could be difficult to attract an audience, right? When, mm -hmm. when, especially because to, to touch back on our, our discussion of what it was like to start in the brick building community compared to now, there's a lot more of of creators, even in just this space. But what are your thoughts on that? On the fact that it's so hard to to kind of make a name for yourself uh, within the Twitch community or even the brick building community? It's definitely one of those things where it's a really easy place to judge yourself negatively, you know, and think mm -hmm. that it's because you're not good at what you're doing and. This isn't to say that we can't all get better at the stuff that we do. You know, as a streamer, you know, I'd like to think that aside from a little bit of ring rust, I'm a better <laughs> streamer today than I was two years ago, you know? Mm -hmm. So along your journey, you're going to improve as a streamer, but that doesn't mean that, you know, the fact that maybe you're struggling to get an audience or one day is worse than the next. You know, last week I had this many people, this week I didn't have anybody. What happened? That that doesn't necessarily mean that it's something that you did or you didn't do and and it's an easy trap to fall into and and i think mm -hmm. the key there is 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 just remembering that because even if you have the same uh, numbers the joy you get from those numbers drops 
so like the, the like the way your your dopamine works right that's your like search and destroy type of you know feel good brain drug and so like that first time you get you know 20 viewers it feels so good because you had a super active chat everybody was there it was such a great time and and the next time you get 18 and it feels terrible even <laughs> though 18 is way better than the three you had you know last week so no matter what level you're at whether you're getting 10 on the regular or 75 on the regular or 150 on the regular our brains are programmed once we get used to a certain amount of viewers if we drop a little bit or we stay the same we're not getting the same level of joy from it for lack of a better term couple that with how hard it is just to grow and find people it's really easy to to, to struggle with that that's where you know i never have my my chatter number up i cannot see it the entire time that i stream i don't even look at it i that's one thing i would suggest anybody to to not do and you'll have a sense of how busy you are based on chatters or not chatters but but mm -hmm. to even have it visible is a reminder to yourself you don't want when you're streaming you should be focused on the content you're providing the build that you're doing if you're a lego streamer whatever it is and i think if you set your goals based on the process of what you're doing and improving as a streamer and improving your content the audience finds you eventually you get rated by a few people and of those let's say five people that come in with the raid you know one comes back you get rated by 75 people and you know of those 75 30 drop off and you know five come back the next week but it's if you can get away from some of the 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 numbers that are a result of the process you'll be able to manage it better and if you can set your process goals for me it's try to find ways to create engagement build stupid games that people can play and dig up infinity stones with their, yeah. you know imagine <laughs> with their imaginary shovel you know like <laughs> stuff like that and not everybody's going to like that but some people will if you can set goals and set processes that you can improve as a streamer and improve your content in, in a way that you think is an improvement, I think the audience eventually finds you, but it's hard. It takes, it takes time, you know, yeah. aside from the initial burst of I'm going to get an affiliate because the brick building community is very supportive of one another. After that burst, that's the biggest drop. I think that people are going to feel because they get that burst, they get those 50 follows, they get affiliate and they're back to three, four, five people for the first little while again. And it's, that's where you're going to feel the worst about it because the growth, oh yeah. Oh wait, no, it's not this fast. Right. You know? There's so much good stuff in there. And I want to, I want to, I want to <laughs> echo a lot of that because uh, this is all really good. I think, I think that you're absolutely on target with the whole, you know, not paying, not paying attention to your numbers, but most importantly, when you set your goals, and when you look at your performance, it has nothing, it should have nothing to do with the numbers more. So it should do uh, with the processes that yeah, go into yeah. the, to the creation. Yeah. Or, or look at the numbers, like look at the right numbers. So right. I'll give you the example. When I came back, I set myself uh, a way of measuring, because I don't know if this existed before, but I was always upset that I didn't get stats from Twitch. I couldn't find a way to get stats from Twitch on my my chat messages unless I got the annual thing. Right. Um, so I don't know if that was part of the initial analytics page, and I never bothered to find it, or it was the, it's something that kind of happened over the course of the year. But I, I actually found it this time, like when I started streaming again. Yeah. And so what I did was um, I set up, I, I set myself up a, an Excel sheet, and it's got a couple of columns 
um, one column is the average viewers, one column is the chat messages, and one, cat, one column is the average chat message per viewer. The chat messages by themselves mean nothing because if mm -hmm. you have a massive, massive raid and a lot of chats, whatever, you know, and the average viewers by itself means nothing. So mm -hmm. I've streamed for two weeks. The first stream I had, average viewer 40. Mm -hmm. Second stream, average viewer 20. It's really easy to be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, th I thought I was, you know, going to come back and then, you know, but week two had a higher number for chat messages per viewer. So mm. I had less viewers, but I had more engagement of the viewers that were there. So yeah. by, by looking at that number, I'm happy with that. That's what I want. You know, yeah. I'm good with that. I want to grow. I want to get to, you know, to 40 to 50 to 60 to 70, you know, more viewers. Yeah. But by looking at that number, then I, I have a better sense of the engagement people had while they were there. Yeah. Um, and so if, if you can find ways to measure your success that isn't just in how many viewers you have, and again, I, I value engagement. So that's why I put that as one of my success measurements. If mm -hmm. you're if if that's not something I'm not saying you don't value engagement, but if 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 <laughs> your goal is, you know, we we've talked about like like uh, Fred, it's hard to measure this, but Pan Fred Nudo, I remember him because I'm I'm now a slow builder, but like one of the things about <laughs> him that again resonated early on is you know how much he takes care of his chat. And and mm -hmm. lots of streamers do that, but he was the one I remember vocalizing it when I went to see him one time. So that's why it stuck. It's not like a lot of Greek streamers don't do that, but he vocalized it at a time after I rated into him. And and so that was something that for him, a successful stream is him taking care of his chat. That's hard yeah. to measure, right? So like yeah. what are as a streamer, what is success to you as a stream and it better not be the number of viewers because that's going to fluctuate week to week day to day and it might have nothing to do with the content you're providing and the quality of a streamer that you are i think i think that is so important to pay like pay attention to is is this concept of what is important to you as a streamer and like you just said if average view or you know that view count is it you're going to get disappointed at some point. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like, like I remember, you know, one of, one of my streams at some point, you know, I got a raid from, from Jang one day. So my average viewers shot up for that stream. Cause you know, a lot of them stuck around and he had a uh, 120 people with him that day. And, and I went from streaming to, to, you know, 15, 20 people to a hundred and then 96 and then 87. And then my average was like 67 or whatever it was. If you're hanging your head on that number, I'm going to need a, ra a raid from that size of streamer every day because I'm not attracting it by myself yet. Right. And, Again, put in the work and you can get there if that's what your goal is down the road. Mm. But if you hang your head on that number, you're, you're you're setting yourself up for some issues, even if you have the same number every week. Yeah. <laughs> even if you have the same number every week, your brain is wired to want more and you're going to end up feeling disappointed even if it's a steady a steady of the same number. I mean, steady steady number in off, often is actually a really good thing, right? Mm -hmm. But, but yeah. when you're staring at that number and it doesn't go up, you Why aren't like, you going up? Yeah, you feel like you've done something wrong or failed or aren't mm -hmm. succeeding as as a creator. So you already what was great is you you beat me to a question, which was what do you <laughs> consider successful streamer? So a plus for you. Yeah. But yeah, is I, I'm glad that you touched on that because I think su success varies um, from person to person, but definitely that number, the number makes it really difficult. And I think people should kind of separate success from. Yeah. And number. I mean, again, to get back to like measuring success, another big success factor is, you know, am I making money on my stream? 
you know like how much money did i make this month and 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 that's obviously a lot of people on Twitter are here for that, you know, mm-hmm. and especially if you're a full-timer or want to be a full-timer, that's a very important thing to to do, right, yeah. to accomplish. But again, if you look at the numbers, how much money did you make this month? Okay, how much of it came from the same five people? Yep. Right? That's important because if it's the same five people and one of them goes away for real-life reasons, that is – that's a significant thing. You know, income is is part of the reason people are on Twitch. I said – from the outset, my goal was if I can get a little bit of money to pay for some of my Lego, I'm very happy, you know, yeah. <laughs> but like, but, but if you're aiming and to do this long term and you're growing and you want to get to partner and, and go full time and make a living as a streamer, which is hard to do, yeah. you know, the bottom line of the money is not the most important thing for you to be paying attention to as you grow, because it needs to be diversified from that point of view you can't you have to have a community that is the community supporting you not a small fraction of people who are supporting you and i think i think that's something that doesn't dawn on on creators so quickly and i think that's that's valuable uh, for you to point out so thank you for yeah. that what what is in the future for for your channel what, what where are we going with all this i i just want to do this and feel happy for three months and and not want to quit again <laughs> you know <Yeah>. like <laughs> like that, that for me that that's aside from you know you know engagement with the chat that's the success for me the success for me <laughs> is doing this managing the push and pull of of twitch and being a content creator here on twitch and family and real life things if i'm managing those things well and i'm happy on twitch in three months then that is a one. I feel like I'm on probation at this point from that point of view. So, so that is, you know, not necessarily what's coming f- to my stream. That's what's important to me moving forward. As as far as the stream is concerned, again, I'm building a set right now. God knows when I'm going to get finished based on the pace I'm on right now. Um, but like yeah. streaming, streaming once a week, you know, it's going to be slow. I mean, I might finish it next week if we don't have a whole lot of shenanigans. But I, I feel like it's not going to get finished for a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, but then it, back to mocks, back to in, engaging the chat for 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 some mock ideas and building something. I like what the start that we've had for the the new microverse with houses being built, with the gamification of the stream. We've already got like a dozen people with houses, and we're going to start putting those together, and it's going to become like an actual village, I guess you could say. So I love that. And long term, if it gets to a point where my entire stream is is managing that game, I, I would be happy with that, I think. Just talk about geeky stuff and, and nerd stuff and, you know, manage the, the game that I built in this stream. How happy, you know, you, you come from game design. How happy are you when you play, when you, when you build a game and actually people use it? Absolutely. Like for me to do that and then become a, okay, I guess I'm just chatting now. Um, and we're just going to build <laughs> avatars and houses all night. Like, yeah. I, to, to be honest, that would be so great to me. You know, like mm. I wouldn't get any mock building done, but but I still mocks. I'm building little houses, little castles, a little microverse. That's mocking. And yeah. you guys are fully engaged. Like, like that's exactly what I want. Am I going to be upset if, okay, today we're going to build a Quinjet and I don't touch it for a month? Okay, I should stop saying I'm going to build a Quinjet at some point. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> You know, I've had enough guilt over not supporting streamers the way I felt like I could or should in the past. I'm letting go of that, and I want to. If it's about me, definitely, please, for anybody that's like like in that space, don't feel like you've got to be there if you've got real life things to accomplish or you're already streaming on that day. Like, let's just witness. It's just the reality of of, of the situation we're in. You know. 
I want to ask you uh, because I, I think I think this is a great vector to go down with feeling guilt for supporting other content creators, right? Or feel like feeling that guilt. What would you tell someone who's like, "Hey, Ty, I'm really sorry, I can't make it. I I just can't." Like, what do you tell those people who do feel that way? And how do you how or rather to flip that? How would you tell creators to? kind of approach that thought of feeling guilty that they want to support other people but can't? So for myself, I've flipped it both in the way that I've told you that I'm managing it in that when I'm having, you know, non-Twitch time, I will check in, open tabs, and then leave, and that's it. You know, drive by lurk, and that's it. Or fully engage when I'm able to. Those two things really help me feel good about what I'm doing because if I'm lurking, I'm providing the at least some kind of support, even if they don't even know that I'm there, I know that I'm doing it. And when yeah. I am around, I'm fully engaged and I'm there. You know, So that makes me feel good about that. The other part of it that flips it in my brain is if I am around less, it just adds value to when I am around. Yeah. And and so like I took nine months off, you know, so it added value to me not being around. Me not being here kind of added value to the, oh, we miss you. I'm not saying you should do that to manipulate people, but if you are around a little less in chats, I don't know, who who can I give an example of? So Scott Builds, I'll give an example as a regular who was in my stream. He's West Coast (laughs) from Canada. So there's an immediate Canadian connection, but he's West Coast. He changed jobs last year. He's immediately less available to hang out in my chat. So he's three hours different. He's got a family. His, His life changed, and all of a sudden my stream is not compatible with him anymore. And like that's fine. You know, that's okay. I I don't begrudge him that in any way. And and I think, again, it comes back to the things you say to yourself versus the things you say to other people. Most people are much more kind. And this, this is from sports, but people speak to their teammates much nice, much more nicely than they do to themselves. Yeah. So if someone comes in and says, I'm sorry, I couldn't make it, you say, don't worry about it, not a big deal. If you can't make it, you tell yourself you're a bad friend, you're a bad community member, you're a bad whatever, right? Yeah. That's where you have to separate yourself, you know, in the way you speak to yourself and talk to yourself like you would talk to any one of your chatters if they can't make it. Yeah. Just got a pop alert. No problem. I appreciate it. That, that's great. But but people talk to themselves much worse. And if you can flip flip it in your brain and and talk to yourself in that way like you would talk to somebody else then you're better off and if you can be engaged and be around when you can it just adds value to you being there when scott can come because life allows him to for half an hour i'm just that much more appreciative of it so so try to flip it in your own brain as a viewer a chatter if you're busy don't feel bad you can't be there but know that you're even that much more appreciated when you can show up because i promise you the chatter or the the streamer feels that way because they miss you too Thank you for that. I think that is a fantastic way to approach it. We should be kinder to ourselves. I I definitely know for a fact that I've said that so many times to other to chatters. Like, hey, don't worry about it. You're great. You're good. Thank you. I understand. And then I'll turn around and I'll, you know, I'll be like, oh, Ty's live. Crap, I'm a <laughs> I'm a crappy community member, right? Yeah, but, but I don't yeah. want people to feel like that. And you know, there's a comment in 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 chat here, like like Pinwheel, for example. You know, he apologized profusely for missing my return stream. It's like, dude, that's fine. You've been a supporter of my stream all, almost the whole time. I don't even know when, but almost the whole time. Absolutely. You know, and and like, I, I don't begrudge your life, real life, getting in the way of you hanging out in my stream. So we can still chat on Discord. We can still, you know, the, you're still in the Lego community. We can chat there. I, It's not a, it's, it's not something I'm ever going to hold against 
someone if I took nine months off because <laughs> I didn't know if I was ever coming back. I'm right. not going to begrudge someone for missing a stream, <laughs> you know, or, <laughs> exactly. or I, exactly. my work schedule is on Thursdays. I can't come to your streams anymore. Okay. Like Jake yeah. Studs is one of those, one of those, the, those early adopters of my stream who I still feel this connection to. And I don't think we're in each other's streams more than once every three months, really, you know, not with any significant impact because our schedules don't match. He's across the pond. He streams at 4 p.m. when my life goes into dad mode on yeah. Tuesdays, you know, or he streams on the weekend when I'm in dad mode on the weekends. So, like, there's no lack of connection to that as long as you can still both feel it, still both nurture it through other means. The odd lurk, the odd message on Instagram for me because I'm on Instagram, stuff like that. The, there's still that sense of community, still that sense of connection. It's not going away just because you, your life precludes you from being in my stream or my life precludes me from being in your stream. Like Amish Ace as an example, as a streamer, I love being in his streams, but he streams when I'm in bed. So yeah. I just almost never get to be in his stream for more than a few minutes. You know, or or a friend is another. Anybody on the West Coast is hard for me to get to see. You know, unless they start really early. And it's just life, you know, it's not a, <laughs> there's just no, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Fantastic perspective. And, and yeah, we should all be a little bit kinder to ourselves when it comes yeah. to missing each other's content or missing other people's content. So exactly. It's been a hell of a talk, man. It's, it's been, been a chat. <laughs> it's been a chat, dude. I, I want to just thank you for everything. This has been absolutely wonderful. And I, I want I want to put this out there, folks. Twitch.tv slash Ty's Geekside. Please go over there. You need to you need to go over there. Uh, I think that's that's something that man, like just just everything that you've said. I, I loved your perspective. And I think you've come back in such a great place mentally, as well as the right direction for for what you're building. So um, thanks. Kudos yeah, to I you, appreciate man. that. Yeah, and then, and and uh, I, I want to thank you too because we had the opportunity to 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 chat and and do this. And you specifically said I'd rather do it, you know, on this day and help you, you know, get started again. You know, like let's yeah. do it once you're back. You know, and and like so that you know that speaks volumes to you helping out another streamer, not just having a chat for your own content, but you wanted your content with me to be timed with me coming back, not yeah. you know randomly a month before I come back. Cause I knew I was coming back. We could have talked a month ago, yeah. you know, but you, you specifically said, let's do this after you're back. It can kind of maybe give you a little boost or whatever. And, and, you know, so that speaks volumes, not just to the, what you're creating for this specific piece of content for yourself, but what you're trying to do for other streamers by giving them a voice for these kinds of conversations. So I appreciate that very much. Thank you. That, that means a lot, man. I hate to, I hate to cut the whole thing off because <laughs> We we as we were prepping for this, it's we were gonna both, happen, right? As we we're prepping for this, it's one of those. <laughs> hey, we could go forever, but uh, we'll 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 call we'll call it when it feels like a good place. Even though it's a good stopping point. Even though I know we could go on for another hour or two, but what I'm gonna do here, just I I appreciate your time. I appreciate your energy when you were when you were gone. You were missed. So. Thank, thank, thank you for taking the time to talk to me about that and opening up about what that time was like for you, because I know that's not always easy to discuss for some. And so yeah. I, I really appreciate it. I appreciate the space that you you have in this community. And I, I think I, I can speak for everyone that you're 
you're absolutely uh, welcome back. And we we missed you. So you're here. You're here now and we can enjoy that. So, yep, I'm I'm here. I'm taking steps to be here as long as I can. You know, like it's you know, you never know what, you know, life has in store. But I I've learned from the year and a half that I did it before my break. And I'm taking steps to make sure that I'm here long term now. So, you know, I'm really happy about it. And I'm glad. And I'll, I'll be cheering for you uh, every step of the way. Thank you. Um, as is customary for the end of the show, uh, I love to give the the guest the 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 floor so they can close out the show. So I'm going to I'm going to give the floor to you so you can give some final thoughts uh, to everyone that is watching and or listening. Ty. We're going to cut back to my dad roots here. Um, so all-time favorite kids show that we watch right now in this house obsessively is Bluey, which is an Australian production. Yeah. And there's a specific episode where the entire thing is about running your own race. And nothing could be more important when it comes to being a content creator. Whatever you are creating, whether it's video content, whether it's creative builds of Lego or blacksmithing or writing, whatever it is, whatever you are creating, if you are in any kind of creative space, do what feels right to you. Run your own race. Don't compare yourself to other people who are further along in the journey than you are. It's not a fair comparison to yourself. And and do what you love to do for the reason that you love it, not to compete with others or to measure yourself against some other expectation. If you can be a creator that runs their own race and does their own thing, you will find the audience that loves you and appreciates you for what you are. So do that. 